Hello everyone and welcome again to Cop Fusion. We are here today to discuss Liverpool transfers. The transfer window is open. The pre-season is almost starting, and I have with me Ishan. Is he's back again? And we are here. We're gonna, we, we're so like so happy that you know we are still again talking about transfers. Hopefully, incomings, right, Ishan? Yes, definitely. Hoping like we get few incomings as soon as possible. All right. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Okay, perfect. All right, man. So we have been as usual as every other season we have been linked with uh, a lot of players. Again, we have been also linked with some familiar faces like Ismail Yassar. We already have a center back signing like, you know, and a lot of people are talking about him already replacing Gomez and Mati at the back. So let's let's start with, you know, what we have in our hands right now. Let's talk about the new signing. Absolute tank, man. Absolute behemoth he is. I mean, I feel... Uh, I think I... Overall, if you see as a defender, I rate him over Upamakano, uh, who was his, uh, you know, compatriot at uh, Leipzig. And I feel he's, he's, he's very, very good for his age. Uh, if you see... If you have seen the training pictures, you can see that, you know, the kind of physicality he has. It, it's, it's like a perfect Klopp centre-back. Good in the air, can play with the ball on his feet, physically really strong. So, uh, I feel like, you know, once, uh, you know, Klopp, uh, Klopp eases him into, uh, you know, the team with the cup games and probably a few uh, fixtures in the Premier League. And I think we'll probably see a lot more of him uh, in the second half of the season. All right, for everyone who's just tuned in right now, guys, we are live on YouTube and also we're live on our Facebook page and our Facebook profile at the same time. So if you are not on YouTube, you can definitely follow us there. And Ishan, so, you know, we have got, um, um, you know, we already have uh, like around five centre-backs now almost, right? So like we little can have a, a really good team for the Carabao Cup as well. Hopefully, if we take it seriously yeah. this time around, maybe the FA Cup is not Carabao. Yeah. And um, you know, but we still we still lack that uh, um, right back at the moment, don't you think yeah. so? I, absolutely, I think uh, from what we have heard, uh, Nico Williams is uh, gonna be so. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm kind of uh, indifferent to it because you know Williams was not as good as you know uh, we expected him to be last season. And I mean, I don't blame him either because the. There was no game time for him. I mean, as as a player, you always need few run of games to play and you know uh, get your groove together. And you know the best player with respect to that, which we have seen in the recent history, is uh, Robertson. I mean, Moreno got injured, and that's the time we got, and you know he just made that place his own. So uh, yeah, I mean, Williams didn't get anything, uh, you know, because Trent was rock solid and. Uh, yeah, I think it's time for him uh, to get more game time, develop his game further. But again, I mean, if I'm Edwards, I would definitely keep like, a, a, if not a buyback, then at least the first right of refusal in the contract to whomsoever Liverpool will be selling him to. Or do you, do you think he'll do it? Because Nico Williams hasn't started that many games for us. Um, 
also you know we do not have any other right back i think you know klopp may even end up playing joe gomez he may see joe gomez as his future position as a right back given the number of center backs we have now uh, to be really honest i don't think uh, gomez ever had you know can play right back i mean he should not be no. ever put there yeah. because i mean he has the speed but you know he looks positionally so out over there it's like you know trying to fit a square peg in a round hole and i mean i would rather prefer like you know as much as it hurts for me to say i rather put like uh, milner over there rather than put gomez because you know gomez does not do what no one we are in that it's not his fault but but you know he has done the job for us many times uh, but uh, again you know i would just keep joe gomez at center back and not uh, you know just you know fiddle around with that yeah fair call and sensible call as well ishan you seem to have some kind of issue with the network you know it's it's kind of keeps on hanging there's a lot of lag coming in so are you on your wifi or are you on your um... i am on okay, wifi okay. all right maybe it's just the network all right probably um okay so kamlesh uh, bhai has one um opinion here like mark noble as a midfield option bro i don't think he's going to leave uh, at 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 this point <laughs> but why do we need so many midfielders i i just don't get that you know i mean uh <laughs> i i i'm assuming you're just joking about uh, mark noble there to be very honest <laughs> there's no point he's coming from there to here and there's no point there there's no way we are also taking him until ishan is freezed let me just talk i have got the freedom now so mitrovic is a forward option yeah sure but i mean you need a forward option bhai which who can replace bobby femino do you really feel that you know mitrovic is a guy who can replace bobby femino because i don't think you know mitrovic is surely not that guy i mean like instead of discussing which midfielder we need any more i think we should really be focusing on a center forward we need an out and out center forward we need a 15 plus okay. goal scorer every season i feel uh, that with respect to first and foremost i i think uh, vishal bhai said uh, that uh, kulabali was also linked yeah. and i mean that's just paper trash from echo like you know that's like rinse repeat every window yeah. from They're just like echo. trying to trying to calm down the fans you know just with yeah. the rumors yeah that's yeah. it so yeah i mean kulapali definitely not happening like you know way over the age mark in which uh, fsg buys and uh, the price tag is way too much if he would have been a free transfer it would have still kind of made sense but uh, with that wage p and age all three together kulapali is never going to happen and coming to the midfielders like uh, mark noble i think again the same thing uh, you know he's too old and too slow for our game like you know west ham won't play that expansive but uh, you know even in their system like he has been uh, you know uh, caught out a lot of time so i don't think noble would be a good fit for liverpool I'm I'm sure he was joking and rightly so he just admitted that he was just kidding because he was just trying to tease up FSG. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's how low the bar is, isn't it? I mean, yeah, being being very real as a Liverpool fan, I I I think it's also because that you know uh, 
how 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 Edwards and everybody likes to play the whole game is that you know uh, keep so many options out there in the in 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 the in the uh, media that whomsoever they're really buying the player which they're interested in uh, they know that they have an option so they can't like you know uh, have put put a figure out which is too too high for you know the evaluation of the uh, player so it's same same like what we did with uh, Jamal Lewis and uh, uh, Simikas so everybody knew we were with uh, Lewis and then all of a sudden Simikas came into the picture and we tried to you know get the Lewis thing going but they were not budging Norwich wasn't budging so right away we went to Simikas so it's pretty much like that like you know it gives us options as well and also the fact that uh, the club from whom we are buying the player uh, cannot like you know just take us for a ransom essentially that's that's true but then again you know it has hit back in the past couple of windows uh, so you know it has worked with uh, say fabinho virgil not virgil van dijk's transfer as of now i mean it did work with simikas i think uh, you know we were hugely yeah. i think linked with jamal lewis and uh, it just didn't work out. I think for I think one or two million, I guess, and yeah. then we went for Semikas, who hasn't who hasn't even played a dozen game for us. Uh, who has yeah. not started a dozen game for us, not even yeah. as a sub to be honest. So that's how it is. Uh, but yeah, definitely um, a center forward is a no brainer. I think that's something that we need. We have been complaining as fans for the past couple of seasons now that you know there's a lot of pressure on our wingers. You know yeah. the wingers. These guys, you know, you cannot rely on them each season. It's what I think the fourth season now for yeah. uh, Salah and Mane together, and they are, you know, the front three, front three is the same as it is. You know, you cannot yeah. just keep on, you know, just burning them out every season. And yeah. God forbid, yeah. you know, anything like Virgil Van Dijk happens to either one of them, yeah. we are we are screwed for yeah. another season then. Yeah. And they're not getting I, any younger. Especially if, uh, if anything happens to Salah, like I am, you know, he's our. Uh, Converter, he 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 finishes everything. So I mean, if like last season we were like one, even like a you know like a hamstring pull of his, if which would have led him out for like two to three weeks, we were if even that kind of injury would have happened to Salah, we would have been out of the top four race automatically, automatically. I mean, it would have been like ten times more tougher to. You know, put somebody like a uh, probably like a Shakiri or like you know a makeshift, uh, what do you call um, uh, uh, Oxley Chamberlain over there. So it's 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 really really important that we keep uh, Salah fit more than uh, anyone else. Yeah, and we don't even have the same medical team now, do we? <laughs> Thank God for that. Thank God for that. Last season was a travesty with respect to that. Yeah, it's. I mean, okay. Let's we need to we need to forget what happened last season. To be very honest, you know, we need to focus yeah. on what's going to happen now because yeah. <laughs> we just can't discuss last season anymore. Man, I'm so tired of it now. So, Kamlesh has a question for you, Ishan. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Matthias Pereira from West Brom? He's good option. Also, will be cheaper from relegated side or Sabitzer from Leipzig. And that's... oh yeah, so yeah, Sabitzer is. A bloody brilliant player. I mean, no doubts about it. Like he's he's really really good. But uh, again, like you know, the fee the fee is the biggest uh, thing which we have to take into consideration. And 
I think that is, I mean, if you, if you ask me, Sabitzer would go for like 40-50 easy. Like, you know, that'll be like the base price of his. And I don't think Liverpool is looking to spend that much. Also, another small thing, which, I mean, if I'm, if I'm like Leipzig and I have sold two of my centre-backs right now, I wouldn't want my captain to be sold also. So, I mean, those are some of the dynamics which are, uh, you know, involved in it. Uh, with respect to Matthias Pereira, uh, I have not seen much of West Brom last season. I'll be really honest. But from whatever I have seen, he's he's good. He's good. But again, like, uh, I have, I have, like, just based on the eye test, uh, he just might be good at Liverpool, but not great. Like, he won't be like my first or second choice because, you know, uh, the kind of finishing which we require, like the kind of conversion rate which we require, uh, he's not at that uh, uh, level, nor is his movement, to be honest. But yeah, defensive work and just uh, the, the, the kind of athleticism he has, for sure. I mean, that is something which... Uh, is a check with respect to Liverpool system. Oh, sorry. I was, yes, fair yeah, enough. I, I think that's not. <laughs> I just put myself on mute. I didn't. I didn't even yeah. know. <laughs> right. So, um, all right. So Salil has joined us, and a couple of more friends of Kamlesh and Vishal are already there. So really happy yeah. that you know there are more and more people coming in. Vishal is also here now. Yeah. So. Um, so, Sal has a question. That what's your take on the FSG outers? Apparently, they claim they are the reason we are declining. So, Salil, guys, I, I think you know, like, you know, we, like, he was the first one who was uh, there as a guest on this channel. And the guy has been so busy that he's now only found in the comment section and no longer in our live <laughs> videos. <laughs> Hopefully, that's going to change, Salil. So, Ishan, your take on this, yeah. man? Uh, well, to be really, really honest, uh, FSG has their pros and cons, okay? And if I if I am FSG and like you know even I run my own business and whenever I have to spend something as an investment, I think ten times. And I I have to be really really sure that okay fine if this is a product which I am like kind of investing in, I need I need to be so much sure that I would get returns on it. So keeping that in mind. I mean, uh, the players are same, like FSG has a similar policy and they don't want to invest just because, you know, it's, it's like the same thing. Like, you know, if, uh, say, my next door neighbor has got a Bentley, I would also go and get a Mercedes or an Audi or something. But I also hear like a lot of uh, FSG outers saying that they don't want the spending to be at the level of... Uh, City or Chelsea, but like you know, there has to be some spending. But with respect to this season only, which is just uh, which will just start this window, we've already got Konate, and it was confirmed way back. And it's not a cheap, cheap signing, it's not a cheap signing, it's a pretty decent amount. So I feel uh, it's important that you know, all the FSG outers also understand that how important the Konate signing was, also because. How big a talent he is, you know. It's it's like how you know we wrapped up Fabinho. Nobody knew, and I mean we knew Konate 
was happening a lot of people were saying that hakonate might come but you know the kind of uh, you know we made sure with leipzig that nobody else was in the picture with respect to konate yeah. and we we just got him we went and we got him and that's it yeah. so i think with respect to fsg we know they just want to balance the book and if you look at it from a very business point of view it's not wrong like why would you want to be in a loss as a business okay. you may, I mean, you're doing it to you know to make money of course they've had their uh, you know they've done a lot of wrong as well but again like you know that they're, they're trying they're understanding the fans the culture which is very 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 different to uh, the american sports culture i mean in america everything is a franchise based stuff so exactly. it's very tough for, for them to like people say now they're like 10 years old 11 years old yeah it's, it's not that easy for people and businesses and their ethics to change overnight hmm. like do you do you think say for example uh, that when tata was you know making their 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 uh, their stuff and they were doing the steel thing would they have thought that they would have gone and opened a tcs which is like a totally different thing no they wouldn't have right. it takes time for people to you know diversify and understand and then gauge you know what could be right for them business wise and ethically as well so it's it's just that i mean i feel fsg is way better than a lot of uh, you know owners but again even the best best owners also have their problems and so do fsg and i mean not buying players not buying depth last season has showed us and fsg both that you know they have to be more proactive and they have shown that with respect to our center backs and they have gone and got konate even before the Mm-hmm. uh you know window was open and it got confirmed as soon as the window okay so i mean kudos to them they they saw the leak uh in the team and they just fixed it up right so so ishan you know that i have also backed up fsg for like long long time now right yeah. but i have i I'd, i'd like to give this conversation another perspective not because an i'm an fsg out i'm not being very honest but yeah. let's you know just for the conversation just for the debate let's not have just one side of the story let's talk yeah just because yeah. i'm sure a lot of people in the comment section a lot of our friends are you you know how they are like yeah. a lot of them yeah. are frustrated as well right so course, okay so be nice and humble dude you could have just used your name they have got <laughs> return of 10x more than in 11 years period definitely they have they have and uh, and yes i completely agree with you that fsg are reactive and not not proactive and this was the example was right there in january this year i have been yeah. i've been repeating that yeah. again and again in a podcast that we yeah. were screwed by fsg for not taking that yeah. decision earlier in january window yeah. when we were on top of the table we lost southampton yeah. then it was just downfall for us right yeah. so we have discussed yeah. that in our previous videos if you're following us you know what we discussed so yeah. please do right um but but now the problem was and the problem is now you have competition like um with likes of chelsea and manchester city and even manchester united you know yeah manchester united fans hate the glazers and yet they pump up money they're doing 100 million signing every goddamn season for them and then they yet they hate their owners i i i, I don't get united fans nowadays <laughs> because i mean it 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 they have had the most expensive uh, midfielder in pogba they have had the most expensive defender in maguire now they are one of the most expensive forward players in sancho what else do you need 
in a space of like i'll say what four years they have got all these three and yeah. i mean either ways you make your these players work together which uh, you know mourinho kind of did and always trying to find that balance again so i mean what more can you ask from your board i mean of course they've had some bad, bad signings as well but look at some of the other signings look at the ibrahimovic signing okay yeah. nobody wanted to pay him that much amount of wages but united said okay fine we'll take a punt on it yeah alexis sanchez sanchez was paid 400000 a week that was that was yeah KDB course, doesn't that earn that much yeah that was crazy that was crazy and I mean, we were not even talking about the signing bonus and all the other crazy stuff yeah. which is involved in yeah. a contract. And yeah. and then you see, like you know, they got uh, Cavani, and Cavani again is a brilliant signing. Even if you look at the loan signing of Igalo, it was I mean, he scored some important goals, uh, even if they were in the cups. But I think even that kind of you know kind of gave gave time for Greenwood. to kind of not be so dependent on greenwood uh, the united team so that you know he does not have that much limelight and as a young player you don't want extra limelight on uh, on 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 the youngsters which i think kind of uh, klopp has managed really well with trent and curtis right so see again like you know coming to your point of ole and the glazers i think till the time we have ole at manchester united i'm very happy with them you know they can sign as yeah. many players as they want till they have a clueless manager i'm perfectly fine yes they <laughs> somehow managed to run in top four whatever let's yeah. not talk about uh, united anymore i don't want to talk about them <laughs> but yeah see the thing is now you have again we were just discussing before the live session that you know how chelsea had not so long ago just 4 5 years back they had around 33 players out on loan including kotua yeah. and the likes yeah. of quadrado see now yeah. that's the vision that some a guy like abramovich has right he he yeah. would spend money he loves the club he dives into the philosophy he wants to do it for the club for the people there and that's how it is right so you do not find that those kind of passionate owners like you have abramovich you have the leicester city owners you know it's not it's not like you know not all the clubs are lucky to be very honest like uh, to yeah. have these kind of owners so yeah. fsg have their own way of doing it you know the only thing i want i want uh, i just want the right players i just want a good squad i want a good backup squad as well and i'm not yeah. asking for like 100 million signings as a fan all i'm asking is ki boss if we have a couple of center backs injured sign a goddamn center back if we do not have Absolutely. a center forward firing Absolutely. and if he is low in confidence send you know just sign another center forward if not yeah. harry kane then you can obviously go for someone else in the market there you know yeah. you don't have uh, you know the lack of any kind of player if you want to sign ismailia sar from watford you sign him from there If, yeah. if they're in the relegation zone, you'll get them for cheap. You know, I, you have your own philosophy. I, you do it, but you sign the right place at the right time. That's it. That's what I'm asking. That's true, but you know uh, how how uh, if you see how FSG as 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 a whole, like with respect to uh, transfers uh, moves, is that you know they'll try to squeeze out the best deal, okay, and <clears throat> or or look or look for bargains all the time like you know you can see the shakiri bargain you can see the wijnaldum bargain you can see the robertson bargain uh, or you know we can see the even the minamino bargain so you know it's it's just that we want the best deal financially 
available so that being said uh, sometimes when you know the club from whom we are buying knows that we are going to squeeze out the best deal possible they play hardball with us and that is why it takes a lot of time then add on to that the way which we uh, conduct our transfer we have multiple options we put it out in the media we put smoke screens here and there and then all of a sudden it just became like you know a you know basically a poker game everybody is playing their hand and it just takes a bit of time and as you said like the january uh, thing was a disaster That's i mean wish i mean if not if not the first week that by the second week of january we should have had if we were looking for ben davis only then we should have had ben davis by the second week uh, of uh, january last season and 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 it it it, it it's not like you know rocket science like you know your your players are injured your midfielder is playing into the defense and i'm sure klopp would have told uh, the everybody and i mean he wouldn't have to tell anybody like all the analysts give data to edwards and edward knows it so i mean it was it was really poor with respect to our management and everything to like you know get davis on the last day and i mean fine you got davis but if you would have been like 3 weeks or 2 weeks before the last day i mean there might have been a better chance for him to play at least one or two games which would have given other players a rest also but yeah i mean it's it's it's, it's just uh, what it is i mean i'm i'm just glad that we got konate and it's a really 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 good signing from yeah so salil again has uh, muzilovski signed a contract today buzzing to see him yeah. 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 um yeah. i'm not sure salil if you have heard the blood red podcast i think they described uh, you know shakiri going out and you know that means for them it was an opportunity for elliot to come and stand i mean <laughs> yeah. that was kind of funny for me to be very honest because if a player like shakiri can't uh, get game time you know you can't expect how elliot to be starting this soon at least for us so yeah that's that um but yes we're super excited uh, for elliot and muzilovski i really hope uh, that you know with the new training ground with the new uh, stadium expansion and everything coming to place um you know there's going to be a lot of uh, young talent that's going to come out from the ranks in our from our academy itself isn't it ishan yeah. yeah i mean absolutely like i think it it was klops one of the main aims in the past years to get the academy and the first team uh, closer and you know together more so also because like you know if i'm 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 a 16 17 year old player and i see the likes of salah mane uh, van dijk alisson playing almost every day in front of me i i would be inspired to be like them i mean you know it just gives me that extra pump um, every day and i mean if you look at it from the coaching staff point of view like i can go in 10 minutes and just be at the you know from the first team like if i'm peter matos i can go in 10 minutes and see the kids play or train so it's it, it just makes perfectly sense but the only thing is that do we have the bandwidth to give the kids a platform without expecting you know the results which we expect from salah mane etc you know so it's like we have to face kids in like you know klopp has done brilliantly with curtis and that phasing in period is very tough for youngsters because you know they are not playing regularly uh, neither at the under 23 level or at the you know senior level 
so that time where they are learning a lot of different stuff mentally it's very challenge challenging for them so that's the real test for them and i i really really okay he's hung up again 5 4 3 2 no okay fine i'll go <laughs> okay he's back can you hear me now <laughs> yeah yeah you got oh, <laughs> so yeah i mean i mean i'm really excited with elliot and musalowski and i think these two are like uh, really 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 good players for their age group right now and i think they'll get good amount of game time especially elliot i think he'll get good amount of game time this season also right. sorry 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 to interrupt you but i think another point which uh, i want to add to this thing is that uh, I have a feeling you can say that uh, with this, you know, Kirby and the whole complex, the youth players being nearer to the senior pros. I think you know uh, it's going to be more of youngsters getting promoted now. We'll see a lot of uh, youngsters getting more and more game time, and this might also be a sign that you know our squad depth might be filled up with youngsters rather than uh, you know experienced season pros. that's that's just opinion it could happen like that or it could not but i just have a feeling about this because you know the amount of youngsters which we always take on our preseason and just the improving quality of our youngsters every year now since klopp has come is is really really good to see like you know you have leighton clarkson as well who's been very regular in the uh, you know training for the seniors so it's pretty interesting uh, how you know the season pans out for the academy players true so i i do have one more uh, one more thing actually because you know we we just spoke about chelsea how they had around 30 plus uh, people on loan yeah. now yeah. we were also given an opportunity to sign kabak again for 8.5 million and you know they were i mean we were given the offer but we refused the offer we said you know we wanted obviously we signed another center back it kind of makes yeah. sense but yeah. at the same time again coming back to chelsea how they have worked before how they have signed players at a very young age how they have signed yeah. academic players and they have sent them out on loan for a couple of years and then either they have sold them off or they have um, you know kept them like they kept cortua they kept cordrado for maybe a season or two and yeah. you know why why can't we just uh, you know try that as well because okay you know fsc i understand it's a business for them as well you know they want yeah. to earn money and this was a perfect opportunity you don't get a defender absolutely. in the likes of kabak for 8 million i mean the kind of potential kabak has and his current ability is how is how much his current ability is i think this was a financial no brainer like this is very similar to a minamino or a shakiri kind of a deal i mean exactly that 8.5 million pay 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 tolka that much amount and just loan him out i mean i mean yeah even if a club like say for example newcastle wants him i mean apparently for for a like permanent as well so if you loan him to newcastle for two seasons and you know the worst comes to worst newcastle is ready to pay 1.5 million for two years okay fine as a loan fee i mean so fine give us that much amount and that covers already a good amount so we are only 6 million short now to recover his transfer fee we are not even paying his wages anymore so if he signs a 5 year contract that means after 2 years when he has 3 years left 
we won't be even be able to sell him for 6 million what are you talking about it's a financial no brainer get him put him out on loan and just make some money i mean if if just in case if he does not like you know uh, do well enough to you know get back into the team that is all right so we have uh, we have that particular situation but then um you know i think i think it's a again it's a no brainer like you know getting someone like shakiri for 12 13 not million and maybe selling him for 25 getting someone like um say minamino for 7 and 1/2 million and maybe utilizing him for a couple of seasons sending him around loan 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 whatever and then selling him in off for 10 50 not million so you know it's it's just good business at the end of the day you know it's not yeah. something like no other club has done before i've just given an example of chelsea again and yeah. i've i think repeated that in 3 to 4 times with respect to chelsea like you can see uh, you know they sent akio on loan they sent uh, tomori on loan they have Tomori 80 million uh, goalkeeper sitting on their bench <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i mean that that is something which is like you know that was that was very poor from chelsea back then you know not understanding the kind of uh, goalkeeper they actually require and just going for the flashiest name which was out there at that point of time but yeah i mean like if you look at said tomori tomori did really well at ac milan and now he's been permanently transferred to there and again even for ake even for ake uh, when they sold him to bournemouth uh, they had the first right of refusal to, uh, with bournemouth so again uh, it's the kind of deals with chelsea has been doing for a lot of time and if you if you see like you know they have they've been very intelligent they sell all their academy players and all of a sudden they have a good amount of corpus money like you know by selling all these academy players they get like easily 30 40 million from selling academy players every season Yeah, and so, they have won the Premier League. They have won the U- UCL. They have won yeah. the UCL in like what ten exactly. years? They have won two UCLs now. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So it's just the uh, cutthroat, uh, competitive uh, structure which Abramovich has created, yeah. and this whole youth setup being made to like just make money was done by this guy called uh, uh, Michael Emanalo, who was really, really good at all of this. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's. it's pretty surprising that we are not doing the same kind of stuff and you know especially when we have pretty decent amount of talent like you know like wilson is there even nico williams is there you know we can make a lot of money using all of these resources which we have yeah but then again if we make money out of nico williams and all we don't have any backup right chelsea had the backup we just like, oh, so yeah, we are in a no man's land at the moment i think chelsea had aspilicueta and reece james right and they sold uh, they sold lampte which i mean lampte, which, yes. yeah i mean phenomenal player phenomenal player like uh, i really, really, really like lampte and i the luxury think, the luxury they have is amazing no yeah the luxury is amazing like you know uh, if you see with respect to us i think there was a shout from somebody saying that we'll probably sell nico williams and keep uh, corner bradley which is a academy graduate as our backup right back and i mean it, it comes again down to a fact that one injury to trent and we are screwed essentially yeah. and we we'll, we'll be back to seeing milner play uh, at right back so, i know and, and how, no no matter how much uh, people talk about you know joey 
or Joe Gomez coming in and as yeah. an RB. Joe Gomez doesn't provide the assist that Trent can, the kind of balls yeah. he can deliver. You know, Joe Gomez yeah. or any other in Liverpool in that particular position, he cannot do it. No one in the Premier League can do it better than Trent Alexander-Arnold. So that's yeah. that's just how it is, right? All right. So uh, Salil, again, dude, you are still here. <laughs> People need to understand there's a homegrown player versus non-homegrown player category. If Klopp wants him, he will sign eventually. Bro, as I had already replied on in the comment section, Klopp has already multiple times been very skeptical about it that he does not have any say in the transfers. So I'm going to stick with his statement now <laughs> against your point. So that's how it is for me. I, I'm sure he had some kind of say, but let, let's just say what whatever he said. I mean, if it's about uh, Kabak, I, 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 again, I'll say like, you know, just buy him, don't register yeah. him and just loan him out. It's just right? business. I'm, yeah, it's it's just typical business. Like you know, get a player, tell him that he will be loaned out for yeah. one season at least, and for you know just for him to grow, and it gives us the perfect time to assess how bad the injury is with respect to Van Dijk, with respect to Matip, with respect to Gomez, because exactly. we know these three have suffered injuries, especially Gomez and Van Dijk have suffered like uh, bad injuries. So we'll get a season where we have. Uh, three to four centre backs, and we can assess them if we feel that okay, fine, Matip is declining, for, uh, you know, physically. Then we'll be like, okay, fine, let's sell Matip and get Kabak back. Then we have exactly. that luxury. And and as a as a exactly. top club, uh, I would love Liverpool to have that kind of luxury. And for especially sure. if if the investment is as low as eight point five million, out of which, uh, you know. I wouldn't even have to pay wages for him for the first year. Exactly. Okay, and, and, moreover, and moreover, we are still talking about signing a midfielder, right? I think so. Yeah. So, my friend, the this particular statement applies for that position as well. So, you know... Yeah. So, I feel with respect to like answering Salil's question about homegrown and non-homegrown player category, I think uh, we kind of uh, missed it with Lewis also. Like, if you would have been like, you know, more... Uh, Easy with respect to the Lewis signing, Jamal Lewis signing. That is, yeah. uh, we would have had another backup, which would have been English, and you know that eight English, eight uh, homegrown player quota would have you know been filled easily. But let bygones be bygones. I mean, yeah, of course. Like right now, the English players we don't have that many, like the homegrown ones, and that is also a conundrum which Klopp faces with respect to uh, Nat Phillips, Ben Davies. What to do with these two? defenders and even with Nico Williams because he's also a homegrown uh, player. So all of this is uh, so important. And again, as I said, this might tempt Klopp and Edwards to promote a academy graduate into the first team and get them registered as a, you know, a, a, a Premier League player. Yeah, I guess that that's the only way because uh, now I think signing English players, it's going to be quite difficult uh, at this moment because... Yeah. Everyone who's in form, they are not going to come cheap, which uh, obviously would would want. So that's not happening. Um, yeah, not any like, any, any yeah. player who was in the Euro squad is would be inflated by like twenty twenty five yeah. million already. Yeah. So sure. I mean, like you know, can Calvin say for example, Calvin Phillips who would have costed like say forty million or so would not come anywhere below sixty sixty five right now if somebody even wants to buy him. Yeah, I mean, even Jordan Pickford was in form. So, I mean, let's just oh, yeah. leave, leave the whole whole thing out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
so vishal has one question and this is the only question i'm going to take out united <laughs> sancho okay. deal done and now manchester united to announce double deal for rafael varan and trippier i don't think trippier is going there by next week united is getting up for trophies this season is it um maine bata raha ishan bhai so if varan happens um they're pretty solid i, I mean has to be said i mean i mean having having a defensive center back uh, of you know likes of maguire varan and if you see like varan and maguire will complement each other really well like maguire is kind of slow but varan is pretty quick and he can cover all the small spaces which maguire leaves when he you know uh, takes the ball mm-hmm. ahead or like times just goes ahead uh, a bit basically he can make well. him look even better <laughs> better absolutely absolutely and and again like having backups like uh, bai and lindelof is a luxury again and and uh, i mean apart from that if you talk about trippier uh we have seen uh united play like uh, with wing backs and with full backs both so i feel uh, if trippier comes then for sure uh sancho uh, i'm sorry uh, soldier wants to implement the wing backs more and more that's why he's getting trippier and the benefit with trippier is also that he is english he has premier league experience he won't be that expensive can play right back left back right wing back left wing back and can also chip in with uh, your set pieces yeah. so as a squad player he's the perfect fit for united i was shocked when tottenham let him go because i mean i just couldn't get it because he was i think in a great form before just before he was sold off he, uh, he, was, he, was, in, he was in good form but then again you know it's it's better to play champions league with atletico rather than you know be a squad player with tottenham with you know sometimes you know you get champions league sometimes you don't get champions league you know there there's this uncertainty and he wanted more game time uh, you know more than anything else yeah. which he has kind of gotten at atletico and i mean he didn't have the best or like a really great season with atletico last season but it was i'll, I'll say above average season okay right so um so talking about tottenham hotspur i'm just going to not not deviate from topic let's just get in more detail So now there's something called signing a guy that you want that your team wants you want a player in a particular position but there's also something you know that you need to keep an eye on your competitor what whom they are going for what kind of signing they are making now obviously teams like united and chelsea aren't exactly where we are because they still have those loopholes they still have those gaps that they have to fill in that's one of the reasons to be very honest they are making so many big money signings because they want someone who literally walks into their first starting 11 that's how desperate yeah. they are right even yeah. united you know they signed harry maguire he captains the side they signed juan mata he's captain their side ibrahimovic has captain their side pogba has captain their side so they have been so so many you know like of uh, captains in manchester united and they have been all over the place thankfully yeah. we are not thankfully we are not yeah. but that again is not an excuse to not sign anyone um yeah. so so like you know just g- g- giving the crux here we have to talk about harry kane yeah. harry kane a lot of news coming in that he's going to stay at tottenham hotspur very reliable sorry reliable sources uh, have confirmed that he will stay in tottenham hotspur for this particular season 
but you know you have the manchester eagles wandering uh, around him because city uh, would want someone to replace aguero because he's already off and in case if city do not target him they know that uh, united will so you know just for the sake of that united do not get harry kane they may end up signing him as well and oh. if they sign harry kane i mean you can say bye bye to any kind of trophy challenge for another couple of years until unless you're signing someone like haland uh, which is which, which again chelsea will <laughs> to be really really honest uh, the thing with kane is so complex because uh, you know there are, there are there were multiple sources which were saying that uh, levy wants something above 125 and during present day uh, financial situation it's really tough for anybody to cough cough that kind of stuff up i mean if you look at barcelona not going to happen if you look at uh, liverpool not going to happen if you look at Why Madrid, are you naming us? this is just, it's a shame to even <laughs> name us in that equation no, i'm just like uh, you know talking about the big clubs which are you know very very strong right now which you know ambition wise uh, kane would want to go and madrid can afford him uh, to be really honest because uh, they just have posted a profit uh, in the financial year and on top of that there will be a lot of outgoings in uh, at madrid right now they have a lot of dead wood over there and i'm sure they'll be able to get a at least make up of 50 50% of the money which they require for uh, kane by virtue of selling players so but will he go there like or probably we can we might not see munich go for him bayern munich go for him but like you know with lewandowski aging maybe maybe not but i mean the only destination which is custom fit for harry kane is manchester city no problem with respect to fee no problem with respect to wages no problem with respect to anything class and you know that's 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 how it is and uh, i mean yeah, that's a hard thing Yeah I mean I would really miss uh, Guardiola's tinkering uh, with the false nine which led him which led to a lot of man city defeats if Kane goes there we might not see those defeats come again <laughs> No no But, it's, it's going to be very difficult man I mean you'll need yeah. some something like maybe a a mid mid five or mid four to you know at least uh, Stop the counter! Stop them! You know, passing the ball through so quickly yeah, because they, be really they have amazing wingers. Yeah. If Kane comes, and we have seen in the past two seasons, uh, not two, like one and a half, uh, with like when Mourinho took over uh, Tottenham, we saw started seeing Kane getting involved in a lot of build-up as well. And yeah. once that that started, uh, what happened eventually was it led to uh, Son getting a lot of goals, and uh, you know Kane assisting Son for a lot of goals as well. And by virtue of that one season at Spurs, Kane kind of developed his game with respect to uh, as a creative forward. And even in the Euros, we saw how. good he was and how it allowed the other wide forwards to actually exploit the space so that is something which guardiola that's like guardiola's wet dream like you know a striker uh, making so many chances creating so many chances so yeah i mean again it it hurts me to say it but yeah city is the perfect destination for kane 
right unfortunately uh, for him yes because again he's an english player and they would prefer you know staying in england rather than going to spain and definitely not germany to be very honest i don't think an english player is going to go to germany um not spain as well uh, i think la liga is not going to get him any more footage i think they'll barely be able to hang on to messi at the moment so you know you never know i mean you never know i mean if if, if, yeah. if la, la liga says that you know harry kane will be the next poster boy of la liga along with messi all the way so mm. i mean that might tempt him to go to madrid also because benzema is also aging now and it might be the best time to buy a top class center forward for madrid or you know who can get like you know within a season and you know you have career rotating with benzema and that gives benzema time to rest as well so that that those things are really really important like you know how to elongate players career even by a season and you know benzema again is a generational talent so who yeah. was the last english player to play for a span inside uh, i mean i'm talking about just barcelona and madrid mm. was it like uh, all over to beckham mm, maybe beckham owen uh then owen, michael owen yeah manaman was there before him so it's been a long time yeah been a long time yeah It's I mean, after time. after signing Cristiano Ronaldo, I don't think Barcelona and uh, Real Madrid have signed any. I, I mean, obviously Cristiano Ronaldo is Portugal, but uh, yeah. I'm just like just talking about that particular era because it's been like ten, twelve years now. They haven't signed anyone. Yeah, yeah. right. No, no, yeah. no English players has been there as such. Okay, yeah. So I think I think there's a hint if anyone feels that you know he's gonna go there. So um, the chances are very less. They maybe one or yeah. two person, maybe ten person. I don't know. राइट सो विशाल आपको लगता है कि हम कभी सौ मिलन के किसी प्लेयर के लिए जाएंगे भाई देखो हमने एलिसन को भी साइन करा है हमने वैंडाइक को भी सेवेंटी फाइव पे साइन करा ऐसी बात नहीं है कि नहीं होगा बट हाँ अगर हम साला पर डिपेंडेंट हैं कि भाई वो डेढ़ सौ मिलियन दे के जाएगा हमें और हम खरीद लेंगे तो भाई उससे बड़ी बेवकूफ़ी कुछ भी नहीं है तो एम बापे को तो हाइप कर रखा था भाई अब मैं क्या ही बताऊँ अब वो कुछ सुधरते हैं नहीं कुछ लिवरपुल फैन उनको एम बापे ट्वेंटी चाहिए ट्वेंटी चाहिए ओ भैया यहाँ पे मार्को भी जाने के लाले पड़ रहे हैं यहाँ पे तुम्हें मान बाप पे चाहिए <laughs> तो मैं क्या ही बोलूँ ऐसे लोगों को तो कोई फायदा नहीं है भाई उस चीज का the kind of financial strain which uh, the whole world is in right now it it seems really really tough for liverpool to sign anybody like that and uh, to be really really honest alisson and van dijk are the two outliers of the whole fsg system it's like you know they realize that we need these two players who are absolute greats who like the analysts were like saying 100% they'll fit they'll be you know they'll give us the kind of uh, strength which we have been craving for a long uh, long time so yeah, i don't i don't see us go for even anybody above 50 million to be really yep but then again you know we can always make some good and quality signings as well but the problem yeah. is again the wages like you know if you're living in london then you have a different kind of wage set that you get if you're in manchester again there's a different but if you're at a mercy site you cannot expect the same kind of wage bill that you have in both both area so it's also geogra- geographical issue there to be very honest so that's one of the reasons also a lot of players prefer 
moving from Tottenham to Arsenal, Arsenal to maybe Chelsea, you know, something like yeah. that. That's just how it is. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Sanchez was one example. I remember, the, you know, why he moved there. So, apart from that, if you see, I mean, we have to grow financially and for that we need commercial deals or we need more uh, gate receipts. And uh, I think by the mid of this season, probably we'll have our, uh, you know, stadium expanded to 60,000 plus capacity, which would be great for us in the long term of things. You know, 60,000 plus stadium is a, is a great thing to have. We, no, we mean, still not get those tickets, man. Of course, I mean, that will be just for like the commercial stuff. But then, you know, again, you know, once that revenue also starts coming in, it's... It's, it won't be like that much, but then, you know, it's just more and more stuff for, you know, to show it to the sponsors. It's not yeah. 50,000, it's 60,000. So it's like a slab of thoughts, which, yeah. you know, a person can show to the sponsor and say, you know, Makes they sense. get 60,000 plus. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be a great thing overall, but I just hope we get more and more uh, commercial deals done, which is really, really tough right now. But I just hope somehow we get some deals done. Yeah, I think branch will kind of, uh, you know, they will, uh, you know, keep their distance at the moment, given the kind of situation, the unpredictable situations that we are living in. It's been more than a year now. It's uh, It's been very frustrating for everyone. It's been, you know, you, you see a few clubs still, you know, making those huge money signings and it's kind of frustrating for everyone. I understand. But guys, I think it's more important to have the right guy rather than, you know, having a hundred million guy. Because we have seen players flop like anything in different clubs. Eden Hazard, Falcao. Um, you Torres, have Torres. look at Torres. Torres yeah. back then. Torres was, was a big money flop. Torres flopped, and uh, you know the way even Suarez got treated uh, in uh, Barcelona recently. How Messi was treated in Barcelona. Even Ronaldo at Juventus. Dybala at Juventus. You know all that talent. You know that one-two season talent is just. Just off off the mark, off the map, uh, you know, just just like that. So you never know what's gonna happen. So you know, just be grateful that we still have a good team in our hands. Yes, we need a couple of tweaks here and there. Maybe a right back, maybe a creative mid if we can get Coutinho, or if we need a center forward, an out and out center forward who can score a good amount of goals for us and keep and take the pressure off our wingers, and so they can also take rest. So you never know, right? And uh, so Ishan, um, you know, before we close the conversation, I just like yeah. to just point out a few things just to feel help feel positive, right? Yeah. So let's let's talk about transfers all over, right? Let's talk about transfers from every single club in England, right? Okay. Yeah. So we have Arsenal, right? Mm -hmm. They just have Nuno Tavares. Uh, yeah, just one back. signing, and they have around a dozen of people who have gone out. I'm not going to talk about, uh, you know, okay, fine. Let's talk about Aston Villa. They have Ashley Young coming in from Inter for free. They have. I mean, to, be, uh, to be honest, sorry? I mean, uh, to be honest, like with respect to Arsenal, the most surprising thing is they have loaned out uh, William Saliba again. I have no idea why they have done that again. I mean, he has great potential. They definitely have a problem at centre-back. Uh, Louis uh, has his contract uh, expired. So, 
I I don't know what was the deal with Saliba or Teta or Bor or whatever. I mean, it's it's just crazy. It's just crazy that he's not been even given a chance, like even this six months to even just sit and prove himself over there. He's just been thrown out again for yeah. a loan. It, it, it's really surprising. Yeah, that's that that's a shock. I think there are a lot of lot of things that are going on crazy in um, in Arsenal to be honest, because Odegaard at the end of loan, Sebelos. It, it, I, I don't know. I think Arsenal, like even their preseason game, I think like it was quite laughable. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, boy, so, yeah, I think we can have a separate video for them. To be very honest, the kind yeah. of this so Arsenal is a perfect example of when fans think that they know better than uh, their club, they know better than their manager. That's a perfect yeah. example there. That, that, that's the whole thing. Arsenal is as a club right now is what AFTV is. Yeah. Okay. What exactly. AFTV, the essence of AFTV has is now the resultant of where Arsenal is right now. If and you have to blame someone, you know, you blame people like that who kind of put the whole club in a negative view. Not that you yeah. have a no, no, not that they have a good uh, say owners. They don't have the Kronke is not a good owner to be very honest. Let's be very yeah. let's be very blunt here. But then again, you know, so much negativity around the players, around the manager. You're literally questioning the manager who has put you in top four every single season, yeah. apart from yeah. one. That's it. That's just yeah. one season. And now you can barely Definitely. make it to top eight. Like, you know, uh, the whole Wenger out thing was absolutely Circus. shambolic. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I mean, when he took over uh, Arsenal, Arsenal wasn't like winning everything left, right and centre. He did a whole rebuild of Arsenal, uh, right from the youth academy and, uh, you know, the nutrition to everything. He he changed the landscape of Premier League, you know, yeah. how 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 football was looked at, uh, at, yeah. at right from the academy to the senior level. So, disrespecting the guy like that was, was shameful. Like, I mean, you can't call yourself a fan and, you know, disrespect the greatest yeah. coach in your history. I mean, True. I don't. I, I even if like you know, we don't do well with Klopp in the next season or the next next whatever. Like, I I wouldn't like disrespect him or say it's time to go or like whatever bullshit. You know those AFTV people. Yeah, apart apart from the few a, a handful of idiots on uh, Twitter, like you know the keyboard fans, basically, you know they are yeah. in a, a, every other club, but you won't yeah. find a kind of fan base like AFTV in. Liverpool, right? So that's not going to happen. We may be yeah. some of our fans may be FSG out, but there's not a single fan who's clop out. And yeah, I think yeah, a perfect yeah. example there is about Rafa, how he's joined Everton, and uh, yeah, you know, and, and we are pretty much okay with it because he loves the club, right? He, yeah. so he he loves the city, not the club. He loves the city, right? So he wants to be closer to it. Yeah, and you know his 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 kids are here, so he wants to be closer. He has a house here. I mean, and of course we understand that you know. It's been a while since he's been away from the city. He wants to come back and he wants to manage a good team. And, you know, as much as Everton isn't at the best place position-wise, but as a club and the fan base and the support they have, they're pretty good. They have good owners. Yeah, I mean, of course, like, he's been investing in them, like, left, right and centre. Past four years, yeah, past four years. It's just that their investment has been dog shit. That's it. <laughs> it's just that, to be really honest. Their investment has been Everton, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> their investment has been Everton. That's a good one, though. <laughs> 
right so moving on from arsenal okay let me skip all of them chelsea have no they haven't made any signing by the way right mm-hmm. so that's a that's a good sign guys um victor moses yeah. however has gone to moscow so that's one of the major releases that they have made everton has not signed anyone leeds have signed just one guy uh lester has signed daka ryan ryan burton from southampton they have signed for free i didn't know about this why the hell i'm reading it right now yes. ryan burton could we could have signed ryan burton it's from southampton our our club like it's liverpool b team we could have just signed him god damn it and, and also also that he he was english you know yeah so exactly that would have helped us as well but yeah i'm just and, i'm just seeing it right now and i think i think lester have also completed the signing of uh, bobakar samare which is another yeah. great uh, center midfielder option for them yeah. so even million. if yeah so even if like you know telemans goes away i mean they have uh, another good player with them yeah i mean again good owner their captain their title winning captain west morgan has also retired Yeah. Uh, Christian Fuchs will not be with Leicester again, but they have made yeah. those. See, they again they have made those key signings in the right place at the right time, right? So yeah. and, now and, come and the good thing, and 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 you know, the thing with Leicester is they have a similar model to uh, Liverpool, like they extensively scout, analyze, and then buy players. And the thing with Leicester, which is uh, you know a, an advantage to uh, with respect to Liverpool, is that Leicester. does not have the expectation neither from the fans or the media to win anything when they start the season yeah and that so helps them to play their own game yeah absolutely so there is no pressure on the players like you know it's just the pressure which uh, probably the manager puts puts on them or like you know they put on themselves to perform and you know give out a certain level of result but apart from that you know you won't have the pressure you have at liverpool united or city or not City the fans in here, but uh, like you know, uh, any other big club for the matter of fact, which is which is actually pretty great. Like you know, you have, we have seen even Hinacho has become so good uh, uh, last season, and it was pretty pretty good with uh, Hinacho. Like you know, they stayed with him and didn't sell him off or anything. And again, Soyuncu, you can see like you know, so he, all all those uh, signings which could be called a gamble. Leicester City have gone and gambled, and because they have lesser pressure on them to perform, perform, so they just you know bloom really well over there. Like you know, we could have gone and got Daka whenever we wanted, but again, the pressure at Liverpool and the competitiveness and whether he'll get game time or not, so all of these things coming together would be like a big, bigger gamble for Liverpool as compared to Leicester because Leicester don't have the Get pressure to buy. Uh, sorry, to like you know win anything. True, true. That that's that's for sure, man. And uh, again, like you know, when we talk about um, you know other signings that uh, you know these guys could have made, uh, I think there's I think there are a couple of more signings that may come in Leicester because they have a good promising uh, a manager in uh, you know Brendan Rodgers. So we have again Liverpool. We just have uh, one coming in. Uh, our main guy, Gini Vanaldum, our backbone of our midfield yeah. is gone, and we are still hoping to sign a replacement, maybe. But we still haven't. You know, I think we are not uh, connected to 
any promising signing at the moment. I think Saul and everyone else is just they're just talks at the moment, right? Uh, no idea, man. Like I mean, it's it's yeah. like starting of the window. It was my house. Then in the middle, it was Baumgartner, and now it's Saul. I mean, it's classic Edwards and FSG. Like nobody knows what is going on. Only yeah. the only the clubs involved know what is going on. So it's really tough to say whom we are actually targeting. But if you ask me, if we are going for somebody like Saul, nothing like it because experienced, uh, really good technically. Uh, has a winning mentality. Has won uh, everything bar the uh, Champions League. He's won everything which is there. And the another thing with him which I really like is that under Simeone, he has played from right mid, left mid, centre mid to a left winger, right winger. He's played almost all the positions which are there in the midfield. So that kind of gives us. Uh, a lot of um, you know maneuverability to Klopp. So if, say, for example, you have to rest Fabinho, you get Saul in as a six and let Thiago be the more advanced midfielder rather than playing Thiago as a six because Thiago is, you know, he's more impactful uh, as a as an advanced uh, playmaker. Yep, that's right. Also, just just adding another point. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. Bill ever signed Tillman for anybody who likes Tillman. No, yeah. Because I'm, I'm not sure why he's why he's even linked. To be very honest, I think it's just you know they didn't find anyone from Southampton yeah, this time yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> they found yeah. someone from Leicester. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I think it's just that uh, you know similar to the Kulabali thing, like kisi ko to lana hai, naam likhna hai kisi ka to iska link hota hai. Ah, I mean, is baar God se mila nahi to fir Tillman ko utha liya. <laughs> Finally, is not no longer linked. So City do not have any incomings. They have Sergio Aguero. Thankfully, man, that guy scores like crazy against us. Yeah. Um, United have Heaton coming in. Uh, Romero finally, finally has his contract expired. Poor guy did not get to play the final, and De Gea spoiled for them. Okay, the dog's back. Newcastle, we have no incomings. Um, Southampton, Walcott from Everton. I think an Everton fan, I still remember who compared with him. He who compared him to Mane and found Walcott to be better. Okay, uh, Tottenham, no incomings. Watford, again, you know, they have just got promoted, so they have gone nuts already. Uh, West Ham United uh, don't see them as a competition, but you, know, you never know. I think they have been under good management recently. Uh, ever since Village left, I think they have been quite uh, stable. Wolves were gonna be quite tricky team. I am, you know, very disappointed with this. Uh, sorry, <laughs> with this transfer of uh, Rui Patricio. I think yeah. uh, you know he was a talisman for them. I really hope that they won't miss him. Too much. I have no idea about all of these guys. To be really honest with you, um, I was really hoping to see them. You know, in a place where Leicester are today, I think they, these guys have it in them, right? The Wolves team, they've been amazing. They are very, very good to watch. They come back. They fight like real team. I think uh, the Jimenez injury really, really hit them hard last yeah. season. I mean, that was that was really, really bad because you know they they. Did not have a good backup, and it was it was also I feel like you know mentally speaking, uh, it's really tough for the teams to perform when you know that you know 
your teammate has undergone such a uh, bad injury so i mean and we saw that again in in the denmark uh, game when eriksen went yeah. off so it's it's really tough uh, for the teammates to actually just you know rally around and get a decent string of results going for them yeah that's true and uh, that's one of the reasons that you know you need those backups although although i feel uh, another club which has been doing pretty good business is crystal palace and uh, i feel yeah zahato is there only but they have signed uh, this really good center back from chelsea academy called yohi uh, and apart from that they have signed uh, the high, the highest assist uh, from the championship michael olise so i mean they're trying to build a team which is more young more uh, talented and uh, yeah i mean i, I think with patrick pereira the one thing which they can at least get is like you know uh, he'll get more technicality in uh, which palace haven't had since like i i can remember just tulis and hodson as their managers and i mean it's it is what it is with them you know you we have just associated palace with hoof ball and you know it's like long ball and inshallah for them but this will change under viera but how successful he'll be i don't know because he's not had a good track record in the uh, as a, as a, as a as a manager but it'll mm-hmm. be really interesting with the kind of talent uh, they are targeting right so palace do have a lot of uh, you know outgoings like klein is because they can't get Cahill yeah Wayne Hennessy McCarthy Sako Sako is finally out of palace Patrick Van Anholt I, I I really found that guy to be very interesting I, I don't know where what happened there um Sako's name is twice written here I think I there must have been an error or or maybe a duplicate uh, Wickham is also gone now so I think I guess that's about it for them so yeah I think uh it's a good sign that we are the only ones who have signed a good uh, a high profile player apart from manchester united uh till yeah. now in the transfer window so guys you know not everything is doom and gloom maybe we'll yeah. sign the center forward maybe we'll sign someone in the midfield again let's hope let's yeah. hope for the best um is there any questions guys i think we're we're going to sign off now it's been a really long yeah. time we you know try our best to keep it under 1 hour but we always shoot more than an hour with our discussions with Ishan <laughs> Ishan do you like to uh, sum it up uh, in any other way apart from you know FSG out or FSG in kind of conclusion uh to be really honest to everybody like you know irrespective of whether you're FSG out FSG in we just have to deal with them now okay so might as well just enjoy the ride <laughs> that's all i'll say and just be a bit patient i mean signings will happen i'm sure because uh i mean klopp klopp knows that you know signings are required and after the last season debacle and he knows that you know he can't uh, utilize milner again now milner is old this is this will probably be his last season and yeah i mean i i just hope we get good players and like good academy players uh, come up right so yeah i think there we have it um thank you so much uh, kanu bhai for being here thank you so much for um, you know 
staying there man what are the what the hell are you doing do you have something better to do you have been here for an hour just left for 10 minutes <laughs> and dipali again thank you so much yeah thank you so much for being a support that we needed from the very beginning yeah yeah she's been very kind yeah she's always there and she's always supportive so thank you both of you who are left <laughs> and the rest have all, already slept i guess so we won't take much of your time and hope you enjoyed this uh, <sighs> this podcast it was all about transfer it was all about you know who who's the competition and whom should we sign whom should we not sign should we sign or should we not sign at all ask oh. this some some things here and there about fsg as well so you know it's it's all happening it's still you know it's there's this a lot of time you know the preseason hasn't started yet uh, klopp is yet to assess the players in real uh, real games at the moment hopefully semikas gets some kind of game time at least in the preseason and milner doesn't shout at him like the last one <laughs> so oh, you know for fuck sake semikas semikas a good one yeah. this is this is what we love about the club right the the kind of bond yeah. that we have with the players the players have within themselves so you know yeah. we don't want any 100 million signing to change it but we just want the right signings man yeah right start a phone in show bro we have a clubhouse we have a clubhouse channel i'll just put that link on my youtube and instagram as well so that's just how it is and bro you can just dm me whenever you are available and uh, um, you know would love to i'll send you a link and just feel free to come on our live just join us man that's perfectly fine Yeah, that's already there. I've I've been writing in caption apart from pr- promoting myself. I've just been, uh, uh, you know, just putting this up to participate in our live sessions. Please DM us on Coffee Fusions on Instagram, and we'll surely have you over. We'd love to hear from you. So please, please feel free to join. It's okay. You don't be camera shy. I mean, we are no anchors ourselves. We just try our best to give all kind of shitty gyan that we have within ourselves. it may not be 100% correct but it comes straight from the heart right so the Absolutely. efforts and the like uh, you know we, we are being very honest here 100% of what we are what we think we're not trying to fake it or anything and i think that's one of the reasons that you guys support us as well i'm not going to lecture it anymore so uh, <laughs> with that with that said signing off <laughs> i know the lecture was quite longer <laughs> so signing off um hopefully i'll see you guys on sunday uh, maybe with dishan if he's free or maybe with salil or maybe with kannu or dipali finally <laughs> right guys thank you so much thank you so much for streaming in and i'll see you again next time take thank care thank you